Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode 106, week two of the Whitetail Report. And we get into a recap of my farm and how everything has grown and how beautiful cool season plants are doing right now. Jed killed a deer opening weekend of bow season. We get into that. We talk in length about a lot of random stuff. And it's an overall kind of an insight to see how my farm has produced now where we're getting into the second fall and we're completing the second growing season on this new farm. Thanks for listening. All right. We are live. We got Weston here. Jed here, who's the only person that actually still hunts. <laughs> and I am here. So, we're going into week two of the archery season here in Wisconsin. Uh, we'll cover today, September 22nd. So, we'll go over the hunt report first for the week of the 22nd through the next podcast, which your guess is as good as mine. Today, Wednesday the 22nd, yesterday was the 21st. It had exactly <laughs> really what we needed for big bucks to die. Came out of Monday night being hot and humid. Well, Saturday, Sunday was hot. Disgusting. Monday was hot and humid, wrapped up by a storm. Tuesday was definitely a day to kill, and then today would be a pretty good day to kill. Wind switch on Tuesday, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you had a bunch of cells with a, and then it shifted north. Mm-hmm. Which north is not good for me on this place yet. North is like an aggressive wind for me to hunt on my home farm. Um, south is like the least aggressive and i can kind of lay back and i'm not ready to do anything crazy yet so a chance of rain come friday you know tomorrow's still high 67 low 48 friday's chance of rain i think i already said that <laughs> saturday high of 63 low of 42 that looks to be a pretty good day that's the best day of the weekend for sure you have 71 sunday 76 monday and then we're going to get into a stretch of 70s and pretty stagnant like not much change happening so friday we're looking at a rain in the afternoon possibly so that next saturday would be a good day northwest winds windy on friday and then we're shifting into a straight west but a calm wind oh it's picking up one it's picking up saturday afternoon 13 14 miles an hour, but then dying Saturday night. I like Saturday. Saturday could be a good afternoon set for people. What's your plan, Jed? And then the rest of the week's kind of a wash. You have, you have pressure bottoming out Monday, and it looks like we're climbing into some type of pressure peak Wednesday, Thursday. Big time pressure spike yesterday. 
Yeah, we're up to 30.29. 30.29 earlier today. It maxed out this morning. That's high for this time of year. So last night was the night. I think tonight would probably be, do pretty well, and then now we're on a pressure drop through the weekend with a little comeback on Saturday. Any plans to hunt this weekend, Jed? No. I'm going to be Weston this weekend. Hmm. Good for you. No. <clears throat> I'm going to be Jed this weekend. Nice. That a boy. So. You're hunting? Saturday, yep. Really? I have a couple. Wed- I have a wedding to take care of this weekend. Ending the wedding summer season. of Oof. a lot of weddings. We had a bunch this year, too. <clears throat> I think it's just kind of that age mm-hmm. that we're at. Mm-hmm. Jed, you're lucky you're past it. Yeah, I'm pretty much past so that old, shit. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. your own wedding here someday. No, I got one to go to yet this fall. Yeah. fall wedding. Hey, I mean, you're pretty old. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll be out there with the main goal to try to shoot a deal on uh, Saturday. But I mean, obviously, the main goal. Is Do you think you'll actually shoot a doe? Yeah, I, I will. doubt it. One hundred percent. You will shoot a doe with your bow on Saturday. The first doe that I see. One hundred percent. I'm gonna call bullshit. I, I bet. Don't think that you will. I bet that if you have a doe within bow range of you, your bow doesn't get drawn back or fired. I mean, I don't know how I can prove this without, but I will. Well, you would have to kill a doe. Right. And or miss a doe. Which, if you can't but get on a doe to kill right now, you might have a problem. No, yeah, you got them all over. There's a lot of does with fawns, though, and I like... Oh, well, here we go. But, yeah. no, already presetting the excuse. But, I'm going to do it anyways. Maybe kill a fawn, too. Well, we'll see. So, where are you hunting? Lease? No. Family? Secret yeah. spot. No. Family. You don't have a family? No family. Yes, <laughs> no. family. Family farm. Well, wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Can't imagine much will happen. Actually had a nice eight-pointer up on his feet last night via the uh, Tacticam. Daylight? No. Early morning. What time? Mm, four. I mean, you just was it the way he presented that statement? Yeah, like it was yeah. it, like it was daylight. a daylight. I never yeah. said that. I would have said daylight. Got up on his feet. Mm-hmm. No, I said on his feet. Not How else would they walk in front of a camera? <laughs> That's true. That is That's a, a valid point statement. But I'm saying that it's, one makes if it's a daylight picture. Yeah. All I'm saying is just leading in to what you had previously said about the forecast about yesterday being a good day and bucks moving. Yeah, but four four a.m. bucks moving is not that great. Right, obviously. But I hadn't had a buck picture on that camera in a few days, let alone a mature buck. Mm, he was three, so I don't know, consider that mature. I would shoot him. No. You're gonna, oh, you're going to shoot three-year-olds this year? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. No, I don't consider that. Buying mature. a new freezer got filled. it. <laughs> oh, it's a huge waste of money. See one of those pigs over there? <laughs> huh? See some of those pigs over there? I already got a pig, sorry. Oh. You got a pig? <laughs> From who? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Wow, we'll what a disgusting it. human. Bad, right bad, across dude, from me. Bad. Yeah. That bad. is disturbing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Put him in a cage. Yeah. Put him in a cage. Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> That's low. I mean, I didn't. That's low. Pasture raise animals for my friends. They consume really good, healthy meat, and then they just go and buy some trash. No. I don't know. I actually... Farm raised, I have no idea mm. if it's pasture grown mm. or anything. Concrete raised. Was bought. No, it was bought at the fair. Not by me. But I was told that we were getting half of it. So. I said, I am so disgusted, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> I will not touch it. We're looking. Because um, it's not from my. For a new co host. <laughs> For the 1080 Outdoors podcast, if you're interested um, in outdoor activity, honestly, and hunt more than three times a year, okay. you will, would be an upgrade from the previous one. You're going to be all right, Taylor. I think I see it here. Not happy with Nancy because I know that's who it was. No. No. Who was it then? It was Jamie's parents bought well, it. I yeah, whatever. I don't care that much. I would never do that. Last time I'm gonna go rent from him, <laughs> Agri Center. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who they get it butchered through. Honestly. Mm. <clears throat> Anyways, it's a good time to drop in and let you all know if you're interested in buying or selling land in southwest Wisconsin to get a hold of me, Taylor Henry. Give me a call at 608-606-9118 or shoot me a text. Also, we have some available pork coming in October. So if you want to be not like Weston and actually buy pork from a source that you know and trust, give me a call, shoot me a text, or visit SideyHellFarm.com. Wesson just threw me off. Just Sorry. Egregious actions from him. Yeah. I love the last couple of weeks. I love mm. this weather. weather. I like yeah. what's growing right now. 40s in the morning. Stop. You're seeing love it. the warm season type species starting to die off. And you're seeing cool season species really blow up. First day of fall today. Yeah. 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 Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, at, it was at like 121 today or something was the equinox. I like the time that it gets dark at night. Yeah, big yeah. fan. Right around 7, 7, 15, 7.30-ish. You want to know something real old man of me? Stop. I've still beat the sun to sleep a couple times in the last few weeks. That's awesome. Good for you. Thanks. I mean, you're although, going to bed at a good time. Although Sunday, to be fair, Sunday I had PEDs for that. I drank a pile of beers between the, oh. between the hours of like eleven thirty and four thirty. Sounds like an awesome Sunday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I oh, killed yeah. a deer. Yeah. Yep. And then drank a bunch of beers. Mm-hmm. Went to the fair, got a euro. Ooh. Went home. Wow. Fucking good night. Iron Just a little uh, Sunday euro cap. Yeah. Had to end the fair on. How many a euro. euros did you end the fair? Five. I think Taylor had five the one night we were there. I had two. I had two a different night. No, I know I had one one other day, but <laughs> maybe I was at five too then. Seemed like a good number. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't go back for a Sunday shot though. You upset with yourself? No, no. You can only have so much. So what's the best? So 
What's so great about the fair Euro versus? I don't know. There's no other Euro like it. I don't know why no other place can manipulate that. Because the dudes who serve it up to you, yeah, are from Greece. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just and they're funny for real. Yeah, they are. Like he, uh, the one dude saw that I had most of the extra sauce that I get all over my face, mm-hmm. and he personally bring me out some more napkins. A good guy. So he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. good guy. I forgot Wes went to the fair with me on Saturday. I ate two euros <laughs> and half of his pretzel before he could no, even finish his you had half. A, you had one bite of the pretzel. I mean, which, which by the way, half. wasn't asked. It was <laughs> took, taken. Here's you go, the deal. <laughs> Whenever you're eating around me, you take so long. I think you're done 17 different times. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go grab a piece of that. You act like I didn't have like a kid sprinting around trying to like – Whatever, man, I'm not interested in your excuses. Anyways, here's the deal. Taylor eats a Euro in, like, under two minutes. Yeah, obviously. And I've had, I don't know. It's not like it's a a 48-ounce porter. But it's also not something that you can eat with pace because you start getting messy, you just shove it all in your mouth. Here's the deal. Taylor goes, why did I only get one? I need another one. So he goes to get another one, and he, before he decides to make that decision, Takes a piece of my pretzel, dunks it in, like takes all the fucking cheese. Oh, Unbelievable. No. <laughs> Eats it, and he goes, I'm like, yeah, sure, you can have a bite of my pretzel. And he goes, good, I'm going to get another euro. And if that's not gone by the time I get back, whatever's left is mine. <laughs> but it was gone by the time he got back. <laughs> that's kind of distracting. Yeah, I, can, I can picture Taylor saying this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely happened. And then he threatened the five-year-old child that was with me that if he didn't finish his fries, those were also his. He was acting he like he that. was going to – yeah, he reached down and took a couple fries from the kid. And he's like, those are mine. I'm like, you are not going to eat all these. Let's get real. Just a scavenger stealing food from a child <clears throat> and me. Unreal. So two children. No. One. Yeah. And me. Little boy. <laughs> yeah, I like, the old, I like the old fair. It was uh, – Yeah. It was a good night. It was a good well, night. Well, the one day it was hot, like miserably hot Saturday. Except the fact yeah. that Noddle sucks. Where? Yeah. What's this coming from? Well, oh, the he, derby was in, he was in the derby. They took oh. three days to build and lasted five seconds. It was insane. Oh. He got hit one time, done. Sure. I'm not really Noddle's fault, I guess. But um, I don't blame know somebody. Would, I don't know how else you would blame. Um, I also took in a little bit of a tractor pull. Oh. But not the kind with big loud motors. The oh. kind with like the antique one. No, the little kids pedaling a tractor. Oh, okay. So it was funny. Right. I saw it. I saw two kids full pull. Fun fact. Yeah. Never been to a tractor pull in my life. Yeah, they're not great. It's just like really loud and really People were shocked, rednecky. Right? Like, oh. Yeah. Been to lots of demo derbies. Never a tractor pull. Not well, demo derbies are really loud too. No, oh, fucking extremely loud. And dumb. I think they're dumb. I don't get much out of any of it. It is fun. I mean, it's fun. Jason really liked it, so it was yeah. It's for time. children and rednecks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was a lady next to us that was not having it for this one car. <laughs> there was a bunch of drama I caught on Facebook. I saw that too. Oh God. Did you see it? Yeah. No, but I would like <laughs> to hear about it. Said person, I can't remember his name. Which doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Was not allowed to be in the derby because allegedly he was like welding stuff on his car, but he claims he was not like welding steel to mm-hmm. his, inside of his car. 
He said he's not. He said he wasn't allowed to run because the guy, the judge or somebody who so it's a bunch of he said she said checked stuff. it beforehand, came up to him and said, "You ain't running because I don't like you." The oh my verbiage was impressive. <laughs> uh, it was entertaining to follow, and he would mid mid uh, status mm. break out into full caps. Full caps. Oh sure. Like like, and I don't think it was on purpose. It was just he. I hit mean, it. he hit it and just. I mean, didn't get back. Definitely to it. from a computer. But maybe hit it. But why yeah. would that guy have a computer? I don't know. I don't know him personally. Person seemed unwell. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's not my fault that I've won 30 derbies, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he blah. was. I was like, okay, he so was, uh, this is something this guy lives for, obviously. Yes, he w- he had some history with winning derbies. And his kid, I guess. Anyways, also said that the judges reeked of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, he started the acquisition. He was accusing people yeah. of being drunk. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> best thing about it, one of the accused of being drunk, I'm friends with uh, his daughter. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Too. Yeah, and she didn't say anything about it. Yeah, oh, we had no. we had multiple. So that's where I initially well, this saw is it. this is some good good fun. Yeah, multiple people who are not afraid of confrontation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like mind. live. For, oh, this is just something they live for. Because like, seemed seemed like it. This said person. That had also talked about this, that made this status, about the first status. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, far. we're, mov- we're moving on. We're moving on because I person. can't follow this now. So let's, let's yeah, get West the ball Has a known history of arguing on Facebook. Yeah. Very known. Okay. But anyways. Pretzel was too salty also. Oh, my but. God. L- let's be done with the fair. <laughs> Currently, collards. Radishes, turnips, everything is growing. We're having the the best growing season mm-hmm. for cool season plants right now. Yeah. We've had sixties and seventies now for two weeks. We're gonna get sixties and seventies now for two more weeks at least. Into October without a frost, which now I'm rooting for. I feel like before I was rooting for to get cold earlier, but now I just wanna see it I wanna see how long we can stay warm. Oof. I'm telling you right now. The first frost in October is going to be dynamite because if we have actual 70s, 60s, and 70s for the next two weeks into October, that first frost is going to get deer going crazy. I've already seen some scrapes open. Mm-hmm, same. Some rubs. I got a pretty nice buck that showed up last week. Must have been after the podcast because I don't think we talked about it at all. We did not. Still trying to decipher where that one came from. Or if I had if, where I, if I had him last year, what he what, where he came from, but looks like a little freak. What do you think? How old do you think he is? I don't fucking know. I refuse oh, to partake great, in this thanks. kind of shit. Well, don't partake in it. Fucking leave. <laughs> okay. He's got a bunch of trash. I kind of want to name him Flame or something. He's got literally like little stickers and trash coming off every point, and he's got just dagger. Mm-hmm. Dagger. Oh, maybe that's what you should name him. Dagger. Ah. Yeah, but I like the flame because his antlers look like flames because there's so much stuff happening on them. I don't know. He's either three or four. He's young. He's tight racked, like inside his ears, only 15 wide, but he's pushing all of 150 with that much shit going on. And he's got a long time. Mm-hmm. 
a cool deer. It's a really cool deer. The genetics on this place just keep being shocking. That's a great area. Yeah, I just have to get something big. Because you can just tell he's not not like old. He's he's younger. I had one deer I thought he might have been. I'm not sure. Sometimes I do things where I go back and look at old pictures, and then I become certain of something. But then when I was trying to go back and like discuss it with Jed before we started on why I thought it was that deer, I like second-guessed myself. So I don't know there, and if it was him, then he blew up from like a hundred inch eight pointer to what he is now, which would be pretty crazy. I thought he was like the big weird brow kind one that I found shed of and had a tons of pictures of, but it's not him. It's not him because I saw him earlier in the summer, and I tell he already had a wicked. His wicked brow tine well, like, is was like, like the, swooping. The swoopy, curvy brow tine that'll just that'll yeah. More than I thought it was him because him. the first pictures I had of him were all like yeah. side side uh, angle. You never could get a good look at the brow tines. You just knew a bunch of shit was happening in the mm-hmm. middle of his head. And then once I got the angle of his brow tines, which are just two, I mean, two goal posts, probably ten inch long brow tines, just dagger sticking out the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different. You keep using the word dagger. I think that's what you're supposed to call It's better than flames. Yeah, that's what the cool kids use to describe good food or anything good. Flames? Yeah, it's flames. No, it's fire. Nuh-uh. They yeah. say it's oh, fire. Oh, they say it's fire. So they've changed. Flames. Oh, I've heard flames. Who? Probably just Alex, I guess, but she says it a lot. <laughs> she says, that's flames, or mm-hmm. she says this is fire? Flames. Okay. The problem she is I would I would Alex, be too, I, I would I would naturally want to call him flamer, it's f- which that would be inappropriate. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. I was just about to say, yeah, why the fuck wouldn't you? And now that you <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, no, I no, I now follow. Somebody, yeah, probably shouldn't do that. Somebody gets on the podcast and they're like, why is that person talking about someone they call a flamer so much? Right. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. <clears throat> yeah, maybe Dagger. But the rule I made last year is I don't name him until I see him. Oh. In person. Got him in person. And you'll just know? It'll just come to you? No, then I feel I've earned the right to name a deer. Mm. Okay. Then we get to know each other. Or if I found their shed. I was looking back through all the sheds I found this last year, and I found a dandy amount for the first year on this place. I mean, four different bucks that are I want to find right now and become shooters because they're all worth probably four last year. Uh, maybe three, but they were giants. Giant three-year-olds or nice four-year-olds? Need to you find them back. Four, four different sets. Not sets, oh, no. Okay. But sides. Any sets? I don't remember. Okay. I'll have to look through them again. I didn't know you found that many this year. I found a ton. I didn't really realize I found as many as I did either when I was gathering them because I brought them to the fair. And uh, it's like, wow, all of these are from this place. Nice. I had a great year. Remy brought a couple back. I kind of found some through the spring. I'm telling you, man, it makes a difference controlling your food source for deer. I mean, we set the whole farm up by layering grains from near the woods all the way back up to this acre grain plot here with corn and beans this year. And they literally eat their way up. 
Well, last year that plot just hit late. It hit in the second week of February, so two weeks after the season closed. But it also coincided with finally getting cold weather and a big snow. Oh God, do you remember how mad he was about that? And I'm I'm pretty oh. pleased with the I'm pretty pleased with the lower grain plots because they haven't been wiped out. Like that lower bean plot still has life in it. This acre plot right here, phenomenal. Got put in late. The cover crop is growing in there. I see legit kale, collards, turnips, radish. Like that thing is going to be an absolute spot because it's so far up. It has minimal browse on it. Like I obviously deer in there. I can see something's been browsing it, but it's so much less than those first three, four rows of next to a woods. Oh, you mean where it's just demolished? Yeah, where they just strip everything. Yeah. But even this year, with the growth being so good, it seems like even like there was times this summer where I was like, that bean plot's gonna be worthless because they just stripped it all. But it made it back, and I noticed that with beans. Those I think don't I don't don't quote me. I'm not like a bean expert, but there's like the forage bean soybeans, and then there's like I think you can get I think like the generic soybeans that normal like crop farmers raise aren't forage maybe but there are beans that can take on grazing better than others sure and i saw it even mowing because i drilled beans into spots where i had like standing clover and whole summer i'm like this is this didn't work because i wanted to see if you had an established base of something clover or whatever it is <clears throat> and you drilled a grain into it like a soybean like you get the best of both worlds, right? Thought it didn't work all summer. Well, I mowed a clover patch and I had regrowth. Soybeans came up through that clover. It was awesome. And then now I went back out there. There's like legit soybeans growing with clover that I had not mowed. That, that is in, in amongst weeds. It has legit pods on it and zero, zero, zero grazing on them. Like, none of them have been picked. That is cool. They're all full of bean pods, and they've all been protected by <clears throat> clover, you know, that sits up a foot, some of it foot and a half. Some of that red clover can get up to, like, your your thigh. And there's there's soybeans, legit soybeans in there with, with leaves, which the leaves don't really matter as much because, like, what do, I'm, I want everything in the winter because the more food I think in my head that I can put on this place – while everyone else pulls all their food off, the better I'm going to be. Right. Right? And to see that, it's like, it's a game changer. That means you don't have to give in to, like, the issue of, well, if you take away the clover and the cover in the spring, you're kind of hurting the does and the fawns that live on your property because that's kind of an important time for them to have good forage. And you can drill soybeans. Like, soybeans, I just think, are, like, a powerful plant. I really do. Like they're kind of like oats, where it's just like they're just meant to grow. And I've noticed people putting them in a lot of mixes. There's soybeans in that mix right there, growing up that sorghum, and they're in there. There's pods in there. It's crazy. The different. It's like different levels of like different stories of growth. Like I'm finally like seeing it. And it works. Like sorghum grows, everything grows well with sorghum because sorghum just grows straight up in the air, doesn't display a bunch of a cam canopy, 
It's easy to establish because they're small little fucking seeds. All that stuff right there is, was just broadcasted out before it rained. No, nothing. That wasn't tilled. That was nothing. And that sorghum's been mowed. That's, that sorghum's been grazed and mowed, and it's come back like that by pigs. Sorghum's cool. I'm excited to see because I have sorghum planted along the corn, what the deer do with it this winter because I have heard deer hit it hard. Because it's a grain. It's similar to corn. Like I've heard they hit it late season. I would imagine they would graze on it similar to how the cattle graze on it now. But I don't know. It's it's the different. It's cool. It's all, all these different kind of type. And all the stuff that we've been talking about. And now I'm able to actually do it and control it on our own place and observe it over now a full two years. There's a big seed thrower. Just throw a bunch of seeds around. <laughs> See what takes. See what I'm, happens. dude. I am. I'm. I'm happy with the way this stuff looks right now. Like I think my the place looks really nice right now. Cause I have all the grounds pretty much covered, except where the pigs have been. All the stuff that you don't think is growing all summer has emerged, and it really is not that difficult. And you really don't need to use big equipment. You really don't need to use chemicals. The only thing I did, I just mowed a lot. And I think that's just for aesthetic aesthetics. Like, it does, I don't know, it helps. It helps. Because all those weeds are like warm season grasses. Like warm season weeds that are the strongest in June and July. The second I started mowing that shit, like you'll see it on these two paddocks of pasture. See the two higher ones are almost completely... There's no ragweed in it anymore because those ones got grazed and then mowed. And it like the date was like anything after August 15th that got mowed, the ragweed never came back. And then like they're hitting everything that had been mowed or grazed prior to that. And like there's ragweed in it. and But it has a like all my clover plots second year. I didn't touch them at all this year except I just mowed them uh, two weeks ago and look awesome. Like, it looks exactly what you'd see in a, a magazine of someone trying to sell clover seed. <laughs> not a single thing of fertilizer, not a single thing of didn't till anything. I literally threw clover seed into corn stubble the April, whatever that was, like 10th, the first year I had it. And it's two years now product, produced, like, legit clover field food plot. And is that your kill plot? Yeah. Big time kill plot. Nice. <laughs> That's the kill plot. Chicory. I'm big big fan of chicory now too. I love what chicory's done. I've 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 watched what truly a biannual, which is what chicory is, does. It first year it comes in as a broadleaf and then it morphs into this like long stem legume that flowers that constantly has flowers. And now it's coming back. I don't know if it like reseeded itself. Like this spring from the first round of flowers that came through and then, because how does that process work? Flowers, then goes to seed, right? Yeah. Is that right? Makes sense. Science geek? <laughs> dork? fucking <laughs> <laughs> dork. <laughs> so I'm seeing. I feel like that's a, that's a term that doesn't get used enough these days. Dork? Yeah. Yeah. I like to use it. 
So See, I've, I've seen that happen where like, nerd. and now in these, some of these chicory fields where I have chicory and clover, I have awesome broadleaf chicory with flowering chicory off to the side where I haven't mowed. Right. Chicory, clover, all that stuff. It, I love chicory should be included. Like it's just different than clover. Clover is a, if you just plant clover, it's a, it's a mono crop. Just like if you were just to plant corn, like it's one thing. Chicory is a little bit different. It's broadleaf. It serves a different purpose. It flowers. It can get some height on it. It's awesome. I love chicory. God, Taylor's just getting worked up over here. <laughs> I do. And I'm the dork. Okay. Yeah. You fucking nerd. botanist. <laughs> I, I wish I took science class more seriously in high school because I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know most of every goddamn seed that I've tossed out here, I've been able to identify and see girl, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And I, if I, and I bought the Kubota. That's probably the biggest investment I've made. You obviously don't need to buy a brand new Kubota to do this, but I would say like that thing's been pretty reliable and I've beat the shit out of it this year. Like I've mowed a lot. I have mowed a lot and mowing, I don't know, mowing helps. It helps with the aesthetics. It helps with other species to get... You know, if you if you if you have something taken over with weeds and you planted something like mowing, helps those species compete. It's a competition. I go back to Ned's, our buddy Ned. Mm-hmm. What he told me when I was a sophomore in high school, we were in woods class, and I'm sitting there I'm like Ned, we have to sit. You want me to? Because like the first three weeks of woods was classroom work, so I'm supposed to go learn about wood. Really, I thought this class was just so we could like mess around. <laughs> And I could just, I could learn, I could build something. Trash, trash high school student I was. Worthless. But he said this to me, and at the time I knew, I did not understand anything he was saying. He's like, when I go hunting, I look at all these trees, and I look up at the sky, and you can see them. It's like everybody's in this battle for life. You have one tree that's stretching out over here, and you see why, because the other tree's kind of taking over its spot, and it can't get to the sun unless it kind of moves a little bit over to the right and stretches out for the sun. And then you see the other tree who's kind of blocked out one tree, and you see that tree then dying because it's choked it out. I'm like, what are you talking about, freak show? <laughs> and I'm walking around on this place. Ran- like I can't be here during the day if I have work to do because I'll go out walking. And I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God, that plant. Oh, that plant's taking over. Oh, that plant's winning now. That plant's winning now. Ooh, cool season. Warm season. You're done. You're done. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a giant competition. I truly believe. And, and when you have more diversity, that means more competition. That means the plants seem to produce better. They just do. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't get messed up with blight. You can't get messed up with, in, like, you don't need to spray for insects because one insect that wipes off one species can't wipe out everything. So higher diversity gives you, you, you don't over leverage yourself in one thing and it works. They grow. Shit grows. Throw seed, get some rain. Shit grows, man. <laughs> we should make a t-shirt. It says shit grows. It does though. <laughs> Like you read a read a food plot seed bag, meticulously go over and till the soil, then spread the certain amount of seed out, and oh, then wait, call wait, wait, the wait, wait. You gotta test for pH levels. Yeah, you yeah, gotta get your pH, pH level tested, tested yep. first, and address it as necessary. 
then at exactly six weeks, you need to spread this much fertilizer per acre. It's weird. Otherwise, it won't fucking I work. have not spread a single thing of fertilizer out here. Yeah, well, your cows do that for you. Yeah, you're right. They do. Shit. But in the areas that I planted last year, then I hadn't had anything on them yet. And yes, that I think over time, because over time this system will even get better because they do say like if you do this and you don't really care about the production, you can't just cut your soil off cold turkey because fertilizer and all the chemicals are similar to the drug to the soil, kind of like anyone, if you've ever dealt with a heroin addict or a meth addict. If you just yank them off, they're dead. More like alcohol addicts probably would die. But like, not die, but they're not going to be doing well. <clears throat> Your soil is the same thing. If you just yank it off, it doesn't know how to react. And it... But this stuff has worked well. I don't know. We have fertile soil in this area, though. So we're lucky on that standpoint. You know, you get over people with sandy soil and clay, a lot more clay or different things that don't produce as well. Maybe it'd be a different story. Um, I've tilled some in some areas where I've seen like, because it, it um this farm was no tilled for a long time, so there had been on like on top where the pigs are. Um, it was really compacted. Like I, only thing that grew was uh dandelions in certain areas, which I guess is like a it's like a calcium shortage in the soil. Um. So the pigs, that's why I send the pigs through there because it kind of worked the ground a little bit. And then I, the only time I till those, fixing their wallows, because they make them. Yeah. Make them with just their bodies, wherever they sleep. The trailer or the shelter form is really created. But whatever, it is what it is. It's not a perfect world. I just went on a little rant. <laughs> yeah, a long one. <laughs> well, you can be all right, Jed. You have a different topic you want to discuss? Well. How's your food plots look, Jed? Great. Oats? Yep. They look good. Beans look good. Beans have a lot more pods on them this year. A lot more. Because why? Uh, planted them uh, more, more spread out. Because I learned from... Oh, that's right, because you were planting with... Uh... Like a grass eater? Well, just like a regular grain drill, like for oats and stuff. And uh, planted them too close together last year, which makes them grow tall mm. and not uh, not put as much production into seed or into grain. The pods. Yeah. So they're shorter this year and way more beans on them. Yeah, I like beans the pods look awesome every one of them is mm-hmm. full so like how far away <clears throat> oh, i don't know are the rows well the rows are still close together but it's not like like last year the seeds were just dropping like it was just a steady stream of seeds oh, okay. going down the rows right now it's not like it was more spaced out I in between the seeds now i would challenge you a little bit on that okay and think about it this way we had a complete opposite growing season last year where the beginning of the year was awesome so when it grew it's when it gets like the girth of the plant Mm -hmm. was growing it was great Mm -hmm. and then when the pods were forming 
July, August, it was a drought. But sure. I, that's why you need. I think you need like, you need like five years, to truly test stuff, because the, the testing between last year and this year, it's two different years completely. We had like polar opposite growing seasons. I prefer this one. Spring was a little sketchy though. Like I didn't know like where we're gonna get rain ever again. Because <clears throat> you hear about the old timers who claim you know we go through a whole year where it's like. Yeah, it didn't rain. That would be terrible. That's another reason why you need the base, the base of perennial plants and the base of green, the base of cover crops coming into the spring to be there because if something happens and you get a bad drought, you need something. Whole goddamn field's in dirt and you don't get rain in the spring, it's not going to grow. All right, well. Well, let's talk about Jed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jed. let's talk about me. Let's talk about Jed, <laughs> the lady killer. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, how was hunting Literally. opening weekend? Uh, good. I I passed three different bucks. Mm. Wow, look at you. I know. Maturity. Little on public land, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Just as little as you could be. Oh, that's not true. One and a half year olds. Oh, God, yeah. One of them was... A three-pointer. Oh. Um, and then two little tiny basket rag aids. And I could have killed all of them. Like, they were all in bow range. Um, On public? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so s- Sunday morning was just the weirdest situation I've ever killed a deer out of. So... I'm sitting just off of the crest of a ridge in the woods on an inside corner. And to my right, up and over the ridge top, comes, I think, three deer just sprinting as fast as I could go. And I'm like, oh, they're headed right for Jared. I better let him know. I'm like, Jared, three deer sprinting at you. Then all of a sudden, one of them stops, turns hard right, runs behind me. Well, it, it's like it was behind me, essentially, and then, like, runs parallel to me and stops, turns around, sprints back behind me again, and then cuts, like, up into the left. So now it's on my right-hand side and stops on the logging road that I'm on like 40 yards away facing like towards me and I was like oh my god if this thing comes down this logging road I've got a like shot I better get get my bow situated you know yeah so I get my bow in my hand get the release clipped on sure enough it comes down that logging road only it's running so it gets to where uh like there's a clear spot for me and I just go, ah! And it stops. That was loud in somebody's ear. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. It was loud in her ear, too. So she stops 20 yards away, quartering to me. And I, like, come to full draw as I'm bellering at her. And I'm like, can I go in front of the shoulder? And I'm like, ah, she's not quartering that hard. Like, 
probably won't actually hit anything up there. So I tuck it right behind the front shoulder. Touch the release. Whack. And I'm like, oh yeah, 10 ringer. So she runs like around the front of my tree and it's like running downhill now at like 15 yards away. And I can see the the entrance wound and it's right where I wanted it, but it's not like pumping blood like I thought it should be. So I was like, oh, that ain't, that's not good. Probably was quartering a little harder than I thought mm-hmm. or like turned into the shot. Who knows? So give it an hour. Go down, look. Yep, just arrow full of guts. It's like, oh, God, not good. And it's warm. Mm-hmm. And Jared's like, I don't know, man. This was Sunday morning? Yeah. Jared's like, I don't know, but if you're planning on eating that deer, I think we need to, like, get after it. He's like, if this was a big buck, like, just back out and let it wait, obviously. But, like, might as well get it over with. Don't let her sit there for eight hours bathing in her own gut matter. I'm like, yep, let's get after it. So we track it for like, I don't know, 100 yards probably. See her bedded down. Get another arrow in her. And then Jared walks up and puts another arrow into its heart from standing right on top of it. <laughs> That's aggressive. Well, he calls it counting coup, and he just loves stealing that from from the person who made first contact with the animal. So he lays claim over killing it. Well, no, he just he calls it counting coup because uh, that's a I don't know it's a weird thing you should look it up. Okay, I will. I doubt it. <laughs> it's a uh like a Native American term uh where like they didn't like it was like a rite of passage that you touch your still alive enemy before mm. killing it. Mm. I do like that. Yeah. So he he is obsessed with jumping in line and counting somebody else's coup. I think uh, that could that could cause an issue for him at some point. <laughs> Why is that? Just like it probably caused an issue for any Native American. Well, I don't think you want to be jumping on a bunch of things that you think are still alive. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and touching them. Right. Especially if they had like antlers. Yeah. Well, see, especially if it's like a person. This is a, (laughs) well, (laughs) I don't think you should be killing people. Most likely not, but in the situation that if you needed to. That's true. Okay, well, here's the deal. Like, it's a little bit dumbed down because you don't actually, like, for us to count it as counting coup, you don't have to touch them. Mm. You just got to basically be standing over them. Look at them. Mm. (laughs) Just look at them. So what, he straddled it? No, I just stood directly over top of it. Okay. <clears throat> Someone sent me a video this week on uh That is a tough thing to do. On the old Facebook of a mule deer. The guy walks up and he's like all excited. And then <laughs> No, it gets up and runs away. Thing all of a sudden just like looks at him and just gets up and takes off. No. Yep. The old plan possible. So anyways. Got her harvested. Yep. It's good. Oh. Yeah. Do you have anything else on that? No. Uh, it's all taken care of now. It's cut up in the freezer. Did you guys all ready, see the... Ready for sausage. The post that 1080 Outdoors shared about that freak. Did you see that? No. 
Weston, you saw it? No. Well, I don't know. You say that freak. So I'll, I'm going to find the story. Would you share it? So there was a 57-point buck taken in Tennessee. It was supposed to be oh, a world record. No, Kansas. The Kansas oh. buck? I thought he... I thought he was claiming it was in Tennessee or Kentucky. Sorry. So on September 11th, this person claimed to kill this 280 plus inch whitetail buck and put it like (laughs) went out and like got field and stream and other places to write a story about it. And like, I remember seeing it. He tagged it with his uh, Indiana tag or Illinois. No, he tagged it with a Kentucky tag shot it in Indiana. Okay, that's what it was. So, this idiot goes out. This is all news to me. You didn't see this? No. Oh, God. He goes out. He enters a private land buck in the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Wildlife Resources, indicating that, you know, he killed something in Henderson County, Kentucky, which makes it more realistic because Henderson County supposedly is is known for giant bucks. bucks. Reaches out to all these news outlets, Field and Stream being one of them, and other hunting outlets. And I remember seeing a post. I don't know if it was Field and Stream or who. It was a post with a buck, and it was like, before you even ask, yes, it was fair chase. While it's eating over like a feeder of corn. Whatever. I didn't even think anything of it. Well, then it comes out. Obviously, you put a deer like that up. People are going to talk. Well, a high fence reservation gets a hold of field and stream in indiana and we're like hey uh he killed that thing here on september 9th showed pictures of him with it showed the paperwork he signed (laughs) so i mean wild a wild move that you're that desperate to say why would i mean with as crazy it's just it's crazy because you've heard of people who've killed awesome bucks before that deal with this where everyone they actually deal with issues of people claiming they kill high fence mm-hmm. deer. And then this idiot, and I don't think I'd ever even heard of someone doing this before. His text or his message to um, Field and Stream was, I just killed a 57.289-inch buck with a bow. Was wondering if y'all were interested in my story and pictures. Like, clout, what the hell, dude? A clout chaser. Dude, I would have to imagine Field and Stream gets dozens of those a year. So then they reach back out to him for comment after the fact. This is his, this is, I mean, you can understand how dumb this person is. So his, this is his comment that he wanted read word by word. My comment is that y'all got the information all wrong about the locations. The KYF or the Kentucky field, whatever, conservation was contacted Sunday morning on the 12th to delete the entry. Also, you delete it after the fact. Whether or not. It is updated or not is out of my hands. Obviously, the picture of my buck had previously been leaked on social media throughout the week, even though I never posted it. My point is that the fake news media is at an all-time high and dying for a story without fact-checking the information before publishing their articles, and now I am victim of this. On the record, that's my response. I made the entry into the Kentucky Telecheck by mistake, thinking it was required in order to transport the Cape to Kentucky. So this motherfucker thinks he needs to report a harvest in Kentucky to transport the animal, mm. which I immediately realized was not required after checking on the website. Therefore, attempting to contact KSP in the Kentucky Conservation Delete Entry, which I couldn't do until the following morning. On the record, please please use my words exactly as they are, and I'd appreciate no further con- contact. What 
a Daryl. Daryl is that a word? Daryl works. Derelict. I mean, loser, freak show, dork. (laughs) What? Yeah, exactly. A dork. (laughs) Fucking dork. I would love. I don't know. It seems like an honest mistake to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I did see that. Yes. Also, want to give a quick. uh, It's weird because it's someone who thought about this could happen to me if I say I killed this because he like, so you must have some type of comprehension over the power of social media. Right. Cause you're like, well, this will make me like famous or something. I don't know. Why would you do that? But he didn't have the same thought that if you post a buck like this, most likely the people that you just killed it with in Indiana see might this. see that. Yeah. A picture of a 57, 57- 289-inch deer doesn't just get scrolled by. It was by being a, talked about as possibly being a record. By a lot of people. Especially in the hunting world, obviously. I don't know how a 57-pointer only scores 285. Well, little, it, little little points. It's a high fence. I don't know. There's a bunch of, little, a bunch of junk on it. Yeah. Not to be confused with... The, the, the high fence place Kansas. had posted yeah. when he killed it. The high fence place posted about yeah, him. Because so I congrats saw, to Derek. I saw people like I saw people mixing up the two stories about the guy who shot the fifty pointer in Kansas. Fair chase technically, but that it had escaped. Yeah. People had been confusing the two stories. Have you so, heard about that one, Taylor? No, I haven't. Yeah, so some kid shoots like a tank. A fifty pointer. Of a buck. Possible like, Kansas record. Just insane. And, of course, everybody's like, well, is it really fair chase? You know, like, was it a high fence deer? And he's like, well, I shot it, you know, here. Shot it on this property. Yeah. And then he, like, realized when caping it that there was a hole in the deer's ear, like, from a deer tag. And then, like, talked to the, um, like, local high fence farms. And they're like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that looks like it looks like the guy that escaped. Yeah. Well, the thing is, because they know it's, they it's, were those farms are weird. Like they they know him. Oh yeah, they were supposedly like moving. Yeah, Mo- moving moving from like one area to another, and they think it escaped them. He must have got out. All right. Yeah, I mean, technically for the guy, it's an it's odd fa- business anyway. Fair trace, but I mean. Oh yeah, real weird. But I just want to give a quick shout out before we end. To good buddy Joe Dwyer. Yeah, he killed a he killed nice a buck. Monster, I think, in my opinion. Early season. Shot it over well, why are you pond. saying that? Like, I was saying it wasn't. I don't know. I mean, saying. it's a really nice buck. It yeah. is a super nice buck. You know what it scored? No. Not that no, it matters, but like, I mean, it looks awesome. But, yeah. Uh, what was the story on it? Shot it on Sunday, and he shot it over a pond. He, he said he oh. had quite a few pictures. But a different area. Shot it on his home farm. Where That's he, cool. Where he grew up. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, just wanted to give him a little shout out. We shared it on the, I shared it on the story a few days ago. And, yeah. So that's the story. What yeah, did he kill I mean, it over? Huh? A pond? Was a there pond. a food plot by it? No, nope, just a Where'd pond. it come from? The woods. Yeah, I don't know. Was he sitting in a tree stand? He was in a tree stand. I mean, if you're doing 
I just want to give a shout out and say, hey, good, nice, nice early season. Book. I want to give him a shout out too, but I wish I knew more about the hunt, but from someone who actually went and wanted to report on the hunt. I didn't say that I was going to report on the hunt. I just, anyways, nice buck. Awesome to get the old monkey off the back early. All right, well, get the rest of the story and bring it next week, all right? Okay, I will. I mean, we're going to be posting pictures of deer yeah, and then talking a little about bit about them. We should right? talk about the scenario that took place for in order for that deer to die. Well, maybe I'll just give him a call in. I just wish week. you'd say scenario. Scenario. No, it's a scenario. No, it, that just irritates me. We'll just give him a call when in When did I start week. saying that? Like, I don't know. Because I can't stop myself. Three years now. ago, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Once you, you became a public figure. <laughs> well, you ever heard of it? <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy week two of the archery season if you're Good going luck. out. Enjoy the beautiful weather more than anything. It's the best time of the year. The best time of the year. Oh, hold on. I have one more story to share, and it is not hunting-related. Okay. So I get home the other night, last night as a matter of fact, and there's – you want to be recording this? Huh? You want to be recording yeah. this? Okay. There's some <laughs> dude, like, clearly picking up walnuts out of the street. Like, just shuffle them into a little five-gallon pail. Nice. Got a lot of walnut trees around you? I got, like, two mega producers in my yard, yeah. Big year for them, too, huh? Yeah, fucking annoying. I heard a bunch of them Uh, dropping. Annoying. So, I'll go over there. I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, kind of accusational, just like that. He's like, what? Like, you, uh, you picking walnuts? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, don't stop in the street. All right. If you want more, there's a million of them in this yard right here. Feel free. And he goes, oh, I thought I was going to get my ass chewed. I'm like, the only way you're getting your ass chewed is if I come home later and there's still a pile of walnuts in my yard. Do you want some buckets? So, like, no, man, I got more at home. I'm like, all right, well, knock yourself out. Well, what does he do with them? I suppose he, like, roasts them. Hmm. ask. I shouldn't. Yeah, um... a weird hippie dude. Like, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> I, there was... I was, uh, what was I doing? But it's I like, was hey, man, near... you don't need to pick the ones that, like, people have been running over. Come into the yard and save my lawnmower. Oh, yeah, that is true. Because I ain't picking them up. I'm running them. It's been a good over. year for apples, too. I had two apple wow. trees that did way better than they did last year. Um, I was seeding winter rye and winter wheat on a couple fields, and I stopped because my stupid seeder don't ever buy the black pull behind thing from tractor supply worthless okay um oh, there's a bunch of nuts falling in the woods mm-hmm. already yeah noisy i feel like it's early i don't it's like the last week of september i mean yeah. it's pretty normal i know i dude i am so i know i keep thinking everything's happening so quickly but it's already september 22nd it's right. nuts it's just last year we had like 2 weeks of hunting already because the the way the calendar fell, it opened yeah. like the tenth or whatever, or twelfth, early tenth, I think. The weather, oh, the mornings lately have just been. You I know, love them so much. You know what I found? Um, like when the mornings start to get real cool, there's a lot of skunks that get hit on the road. Hmm. I actually noticed that. I, that's weird mm-hmm. because I noticed. I thought that to myself this morning. Yeah, it's like every ten drove, miles you just. I drove by it. like three that mm-hmm. I could see, and then others that I could smell. And mm-hmm. I was like, "This is just." Speaking odd. of things getting hit by on a road, if you say you guys know the road I live on here, mm-hmm. say you saw a raccoon hit, 
and it was in the middle of the road. And I would assume this was a biker or a walker. Would you throw that dead animal in the road ditch that has an obviously mowed yard? <laughs> or would you throw it in the road ditch that's obviously not mowed and it's next to a cornfield? I think they're trying to tell you something. Yeah. They don't like you because you're an animal killer. I had to take my Kubota and lift that bucket up because I saw a bald eagle just sitting in my yard eating a dead raccoon, which brings me to a point that I know, no, no. The America bird is not a scavenger, disgusting animal that just pecks at a dead, weak-old dead raccoon. Well, actually, it is. You let that fucker sit in your yard for a week? It was on the road for a few days, and then all of a sudden I noticed it moved to the yard. Do you think maybe the eagle did that to not have to? Mm. It's maybe. To not have to move maybe. for traffic all possible. the time? Possible. It's possible. It's like, well, I could keep having to fly away for vehicles, or I could just pick this thing up with my sharp-ass talons and put it over here in this nice groomed little carpet. Uh, are you talking it is shit a nice yard. about is it? an eagle? A bald yeah, eagle? I don't really like bald yeah, eagles. Yeah, I am right there with you. They're way too overpopulated now. They're they're legit scavengers. They're no different than a turkey buzzard. Yeah, they're the white exact feathers. same animal. Just white feathers. Do you like turkey buzzards? Head. Hawks are like by them. far way cooler. And you know what's cooler than them? Owls. Oh, yeah. Cool. Do you see a hawk or an owl sitting along a road ditch eating a dead, rotten animal? No, because they're much more equipped to hunt. Eagles should not be here. Eagles are like water-dwelling animals. Why? Like they're, we're overpopulated, and there's nothing you can do about it because what? What are you gonna do? You can't kill them. Right. There's too many of them. Could start using DDT again. What's that? DDT? Yeah, it was a, a pesticide or an insecticide that they were using heavy in the '70s that uh, made their um, eggshells too weak, and when they were sitting on them to no, incubate no, them. No, no, I don't like that. It, uh, yeah. That's why it's illegal. You couldn't use it if you wanted to. There's some new shit coming out about why the turkey population might be taking a downswing, too, besides stuff we've talked about. The new uh, insecticides and and uh, seed coating on seeds. Oh. And they're, like, legit. Because I, I didn't realize how bad Iowa was this year, but Iowa's bad. And it's been, like, three years that this new seed coating on seeds and like this new insecticide has been around and it's and it has like direct correlation unscientifically studied but it has a light correlation people are thinking with the turkey population in the midwest so that'll be that's if i'm a wild turkey and not really gonna want to go to battle with a big egg but that's an interesting one mm-hmm. well the eagle guys did it well, eagles kind of have an unfair advantage. It's true. Although, I just I think wild turkey should be the wild turkey's running runner up to the eagle. Wild turkey's way cooler. Red-tailed hawks, awesome. Owls, cool. Eagles look cool. I like the way they look in pictures. You ever see one up close? You ever see one up close eating a disgusting, <laughs> rotten animal? They aren't that cool looking. They aren't that pretty looking. Ran on that. All right, everyone. Good luck this week.